and welcome to Rewind and Reconsider, where we rewind and reconsider our childhood favorite movies. I'm Mia Gravidor, and joined by me, as always, is my husband, Harrison Fagan. We have different last names because I have not gone through the process yet. It's fine. We still love each other. And today we have a special guest, Sarah Al Mahmood. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me back. I know we've had a really kind of treacherous journey in the past with me just giving you horrible movies. So I'm <laughs> yeah. happy you brought me back, you know? Yes, we will never forgive you for making us watch Wendy and Casper, but it's okay. Oh, it's all God. Yeah, that's right. That was at your recommendation. I forgot about that. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. We're we're moving we'll, past it. We'll try. Yeah, we'll try to get past that one. <laughs> Just trying to shake up the podcast, you know. No, I, I I understand you. You wanted to give us good content. You gave us very good content. And it was us having a mental breakdown for yeah. like thirty minutes on air <laughs> over what did we just watch. And I, but I think that all of us are probably a little more optimistic that this episode is not going to go that badly. I would imagine because okay. today, as we continue our Disney Princess Marathon month or month plus or however long we're doing this in, we are going to be watching Aladdin. Yes, Aladdin. Aladdin, some people call it. Is that really how? I don't know. Oh, I've, okay. I've heard like one person call it that, but. <laughs> so that that is some people. Okay. So, But Sarah, when, do you remember the first time you watched this movie or was it kind of like one of those movies that always, you've always had in your memory? Well, I first want to kind of preface this as like Disney princesses and like all those movies as a kid, like from like the age of like birth to like probably 10 years old. That was like my favorite type of genre of movie. I watched like so many of them just repeatedly. So Aladdin was definitely one of those. So it's probably one of those movies where I just like watched it all the time as a kid. Um, So definitely like very much was in my in my brain space when you were birth years old. (laughs) this was definitely you know it it, this was probably it was either this or lion king or 101 dalmatians were my favorite as a kid but this is the only one that my family has photos on display in the house of me dressed up as the main character so i'm assuming this was my favorite uh i don't remember it incredibly well you know like I, i know sort of the basic plot points mostly because all of these movies sort of the basic plot points are similar like there's a good guy and there's a bad guy and eventually the bad guy dies usually not because the good guy explicitly murdered them but usually through a result of their own actions but yeah I'm I I know that child me loved this one and honestly adult me has sort of pretty much loved every movie that child me has recommended so far so I think I have high hopes for this one I think this is going to end up being my favorite as we go through this saga Um, for me, honestly, I don't, I mean, I have watched this movie and I like it, but I don't think it was one of my favorites. And I think it was because this movie didn't have the main character be a princess. And I think that, oh, I was going to make that joke and call you sexist, but that really was it. You just admitted it right on air. It wasn't sexist. No, it was was reverse sexism. You know, there are many victims of reverse sexism. No, no, no. I think it just like, was it too interesting to me? Because I was like, oh, the princess is like uh kind of a back not a background character she's like a secondary character so i think this is like our first disney princess movie where the princess is not the main character yeah it's got to be the only one right because you read me the list i think this is the only one where there's an an official disney princess that is not the main character or heroine of the movie protagonist yeah i think so which is kind of odd but yeah 
Yeah, I think so too. Unless but... Aladdin is the princess all along. <gasps> oh my god. Maybe. Or he's the real side character. The this is really a movie about Jasmine despite being named Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I yeah, have a no. feeling that, like, they had done so many Disney princess movies, they probably wanted to do it, like, from the male perspective, which has its own thing, but... <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have said there aren't enough movies for little boys, so, you know, I think, like, the, I'm glad that Disney decided to corner the market. They're like, it's like a Disney princess movie for men. <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah, I I don't know. I, I like this movie, but it wasn't my favorite. But I, I still appreciate that this movie is going to, I feel like it's still going to be good. Um, will it be culturally sensitive? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I don't think this is a, this is going to be the most culturally sensitive movie. Um, it is a very early Disney movie. And I don't think that was in their mindset at this point in time. <laughs> Maybe they'll try, but I don't think, I don't think any of the actors or actresses in this movie are people of color either. I think they're all white. That would track for a movie made at this time period, but yeah, I can't, I don't know. I haven't looked up the cast yet or anything like that. But I feel like they... Or, I mean, obviously, I know Robin Williams is in it, and, uh, (laughs) but, uh, you know, like, beyond him, I don't know that, was Gilbert Godfrey? He was the, he was the parrot, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so beyond, beyond them, I'm not sure if I could name any of the actors or actresses in this movie. Yeah, I don't... Isn't the, I think, the singer for... Yeah, the singer of Jasmine is, um, I think she's Filipino, I want to say. Right, and she's also, I think, the singing voice for another Disney character. I'm trying to remember who, though. Oh, they just had they, they just had her on retainer. They're like, well, if we have a if we have an actor or actress who can't sing, we're bringing you in. You're <laughs> exactly. you're their voice now. It's animated. Nobody's gonna know. Well, yeah, I mean, no one's gonna Mulan, know. But I remember like learning about that and being like, my mind is blown because like in my head there were two completely different voices. So yeah, yeah. I think. I okay, think... we're gonna look this up for the second half of the podcast. Oh, but Sarah, when you came out of the womb watching this movie, what do you remember <laughs> really liking about it? Um, I think. I think it's like such a, it's kind of like a Cinderella story in its own way, right? But I feel like it's really unique. And I feel like in terms of like Disney movies, it really kind of set itself apart um, from other Disney movies. And I just think it's, I mean, really the, I think the star of the show is Robin Williams' genie, right? Like that's like made, made us all laugh just uncontrollably as kids because he's just such a great character. So I think that's really the main thing about this movie. Um, and just like the different world of like having like actually like the Arabian Nights and stuff like that was really cool for me um, with uh, my dad being Middle Eastern. It was like kind of cool to be like, oh, like they're actually like kind of showing it. Um, so that was cool. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Looking back, not the best, obviously, but like as a kid, it was like, oh, there's like at least something like there's some. Yeah, as a kid, you're like, this, this has got to be what it's like. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I have no other. I have no other light, uh, and you know, other things to compare it to. Well, I don't know. Did you have other things to compare it to, or growing up? No, this no. Other. I mean, really not. <laughs> no, yeah, no. That was the same with me and move on. I was like, I'm Asian. She's Asian. It's you know, but we'll get to that when we get to that movie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead of ourselves. Um, what? When was the last time that you saw this movie? Do you remember, or was it recently? Or, um, I want to say I probably watched it like close to when they like announced the like live action version maybe 
So okay, so like quite a few years ago, I would say. Oh yeah, that's right. They made one with like Will Smith as the genie. I forgot about this completely. Did you did you watch it or? I did. I watched it. Does he slap anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. It wasn't in his mind yet. (laughs) Chris Rock wasn't in the movie, so he had no reason. when you watch it so like i guess you've seen it definitely more recently than i think either of us have i don't know how recently you've yeah so mia's nodding no i this is a visual medium they they can't see you um i I have probably not seen it since i was like 10 so i guess sarah you're probably the only one semi-qualified to answer this question do you think it's going to hold up in terms of like are we going to watch it and cringe at a lot or is it mostly like and this is you know relatively okay I think overall it will hold up. I think there are things that we're going to watch and be like, like there's going to be some elements for sure that you're going to take a second look at and be like, I don't remember that being like that when I when I was a kid. I think I remember there being like a lot of like dated references that like Robin Williams does like impressions for. Um, but um, otherwise, I think it's still one of Disney's best. So I think we'll I think we'll overall be happy. But like looking at it a different way. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, the dated impressions thing makes sense just because, like, you know, Robin Williams, like, yeah, that was his, like, whole shtick. And, you know, they designed, I think they designed this genie character for Robin Williams specifically, right? So, like, you're saying that with a lot of confidence. I don't know. I feel like I read that somewhere after he died. And so I I could be wrong. Uh, Rest (laughs) rest in peace. Um, uh, (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like him, like, ad-libbing and, like, kind of breaking the fourth wall with that kind of stuff isn't going to bother me that much. But, yeah, we'll see about some of the uh, uh, cultural touch points and how their characterizations hold up. We had very high hopes for Beauty and the Beast, and that thing just completely blew up in our face. I did not have that high of hopes for Beauty and the Beast. Check the tape. I was (laughs) like, you you and Amy were all excited, and I was like, oh, I don't know if you're going to end up liking this one in retrospect. Yeah, now that we're older, we have our, our, you know old people glasses i guess or are just or like, awa- or like aware of how horrible the world is glasses on yeah there you as go. a child you don't realize that <laughs> your child's like yeah no this is great i love egypt <laughs> it's not egypt but like as Jeez. a child <laughs> as a child you probably are like yeah that's, that's all the same to me i'm gonna cut that part out but anyways <laughs> um okay well we have semi-high hopes for this movie yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> I I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I sort of still do. All right. And, uh, you know, I'll add a picture of Harrison in his Aladdin costume. No, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> All right. And so we will be right back. Right, and we are back. We just watched Aladdin, and before we get into everything, Harrison is going to do the 60-second summary in which he summarizes this entire movie in 60 seconds. Are you ready? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think so. It's been like a week since we watched the movie, but uh, that may help here. Okay, and... Okay, so we open up on a desert, and a guy is trying to steal something from the cave shaped like a lion's mouth. And, uh, you know, then all of a sudden we cut to Agrabah, the city that never sleeps in the desert. And uh, this kid is trying to steal, like, uh, like a baguette. And he's like, oh, I got to steal to survive. And then he uh, 
is running through the streets and I'm struggling to remember what happened next. Uh, at some point he meets a princess and, oh, he meets a princess when she escapes from her house and uh, they are like, uh, but he's like, oh no, she'll never love me for who I am because I'm just like a street rat. That's what everybody keeps calling me. And then, you know, he ends up going on a mission for this mysterious old man in prison uh, to steal a lamp and then it turns out there's a genie in it and it gets three wishes and he tries to seduce the princess and then uh the evil guy turns out to be jafar the advisor to the king and he steals the lamp and he comes up with like a big evil giant genie version and tries to kill everyone but then aladdin tricks jafar into wishing to be a genie and then banishes him to the lamp and then the genie played by robin williams just takes uh this lamp and just like yeets it off into the desert like i mean we don't really know where that thing lands but then uh Aladdin and Jasmine get married, roll credits. Oh, it was like a minute and 28 <laughs> seconds. But I feel like you already knew you weren't going to make it. Yeah, I, at the end, <laughs> I knew that I wasn't going to make it. And I just didn't want to, like, miss any crucial plot details. I like so how you I'll, added I'll that, take the loss on this You one. added that Robin Williams was in it, like, towards the end. <laughs> the most important part. Yeah, I I, to be honest, I forgot to mention that early on. Uh, yeah, there, there was a genie in this movie. <laughs> uh, okay, well... Sarah, what did you what did you think upon rewatching this movie? What what held up definitely held up in this movie? Well, I will say, like, my heart is still warmed by this movie all these years later. I was still happy I watched it and will watch it again. I think it's still a classic and probably one of my favorite Disney movies. Um there's still def I mean, there is definitely issues with it and things that I notice that I didn't notice as a kid that are somewhat problematic. Um, what about Same. you guys? <laughs> yeah, I think the pacing of this movie is actually really good. I felt, I didn't feel, I didn't feel like it dragged that much. It like jumped right in into the plot and the action. And I think the voice actors for this movie were actually really good. Like yeah, especially so Aladdin, too. Jasmine, um, Iago was really good. Um, Robin Williams, still hilarious yeah. and like steals every scene as the genie. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I had a really good time. This was like kind of like an action-y kind of movie. And I, even like the, the animation was pretty fluid. Like when, when they were like, especially when like Aladdin was like jumping between the, the buildings and stuff like that when he stole the bread. Yeah. 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 what did you think? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I echo many of, uh, both of your points and like, I like, I, I thought it overall was an enjoyable watch that has not aged as well as I think, uh, us and probably, you know, most of all Disney, uh, would have hoped, uh, hence, you know, the warning that they put at the beginning of this movie. And like, normally I know that we talk about the stuff that we liked about the movie first, but I feel like we can't really address this movie without doing exactly what Disney did and addressing <laughs> what they show at the very first frame. So like, you know, we were, we were telling Sarah, but like we recorded this intro, we go to go watch the movie. And I think I remember saying when we recorded this, like, yeah, you know, I mean, it probably won't age great. I'm sure there'll be stuff that's not good, but then, it's you know, it'll probably mostly be good. The first frame that you see when this movie comes on is a warning that reads, Sarah, I think you have it pulled up. Yeah. So um, I screenshotted it. Uh, so it says this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now rather than remove this content we want to acknowledge its harmful impact 
learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. And you can learn more about how stories have impacted society on <laughs> Disney.com slash stories matter. And your video will start in six seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you know, I gotta dock them a few points for the lack of honesty of like you know of not just being like yeah, and like a lot of people would be mad if we took these off streaming. Like, there's still a lot of people that no. Watch I like this the movie. fact that where it says like it was wrong then, it's wrong now. Enjoy your movie anyway. <laughs> yeah. In six seconds, your movie is gonna play. Yeah. Um. So that was slightly jarring a uh, way to come in and i think having watched the movie now um you know i understand why they have that warning up there yeah i mean i did look up the voice actors in this movie because i was like oh i wonder who voiced who um <laughs> yeah the cast is a uh, 50 shades of mayonnaise <laughs> there's, this, there's no person of color that i saw in this movie so i was like oh we off to a great start but um I also yeah, have okay. a quick fun fact as I was like seeing that uh, that that uh, message and then it going into Arabian Nights. I don't know if you guys know, but originally one of the lines uh, was changed. Actually, it was originally like we'll cut off your uh, they say in like when it's talking about Arabian Nights that they'll cut off your ear if they don't like your face and they changed it. Um, the Arab community obviously got mad because it's not not a great thing to say um, about no. the Arab community. Um, very harmful. And it was changed to like the heat is intense, but it's barbaric. It's home or whatever. But I just like remembered my dad telling me about that because I think it was in the original soundtrack. And then I think a year later they decided to switch it up. So I think mm. if you listen to like the original CD soundtrack, if you have it like somewhere, it's probably mm -hmm. still there. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I, was, I can check it on Spotify, but they probably pulled that too. I guarantee you that that is not the version on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it only yeah. probably survived like physical copies that came out originally. But yeah. yeah, if you have like the VHS or something like that. Yeah, and you know you can see like I I was not even aware of that, and uh, I think you know um, it, even without that being in the movie. I can understand why that warning is there because, you know, essentially every single depiction of a non-main character is of, like, in the opening montage, the side characters are laying on a nail bed, walking on coals, and sword swallowing. Uh, and, like, that is how they I think depict. fire breathing, too. Oh, and someone that, was... I think that was also the... I think the... Yeah, you're right. But he was, there was the flame. Yeah, guy. and then there yeah. was someone that was, like, charming a snake. It's like... Yes. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it's just, it's, it's very stereotype laden. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like if they, if it's not Aladdin and Jasmine, pretty much everyone else is kind of, especially, especially Jafar too, where their, their physical features are very exaggerated and more of a stereotype than like, say Aladdin and Jasmine were very like, I don't know. I felt like they felt, I felt like they had more like Western nice faces. I don't know if you, did you catch that or? Or am I just, am I right? Uh, I don't know. I think that may be your most problematic take yet. <laughs> just saying. Um, but yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. A lot of times I you are like watching. And also like, I think all the other characters kind of have like a 
kind of in the same vein, like a bit of like, there's like a lot of like insulting happening, like when like they don't, like when Jasmine doesn't pay for the thing, he's like basically about to cut off her hand. Like there's a lot of like, there's definitely like an air about Agrabah that it's like not a great place. Um, Yeah, everyone's basically either super rich or super poor. Which like, I mean, you know, that was like, clearly, you know, it was not a great place to live. Um, You know, and it's it's one of the few, I think, Disney movies that I can remember. Well, no, I guess like most of the ones that we've watched before this, I feel like most more modern Disney movies, you know, at the end when, you know, the the king and queen or prince and princess or whoever the main characters are fall in love, like the at, the ending montage is like them kind of fixing whatever was wrong with the kingdom. And I feel like Aladdin is maybe one of the last movies where they're like, yeah, no, like nothing has changed out like for anyone in this kingdom except for aladdin is like the king now but like yeah i mean he just had like a nice wedding and now he lives in the in the one nice house and yeah doesn't he become sultan too or yeah i mean he's like wearing the sultan like outfit i think at the end but yeah i don't don't know if they even address that um because i don't think he has any prior experience (laughs) yeah i think that was a big requirement at the time was prior experience being a sultan yeah. When they put the job up on LinkedIn, they like he he was it was bold of him to apply. Um, he really shot his shot, huh? Yeah, and like also this movie is you know not this isn't even necessarily something that aged that badly because it didn't bother me watching it as an adult. But there is like some violent dialogue for children in this movie. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, that's uh, what I'm talking about. Like the dialogue is a lot more violent just in like the way they're speaking than I feel like I've heard in other Disney movies, and I think that kind yeah. of. To like the way that they kind of thought about the culture yeah and the first thief said that he had to slit throats to get the scarab that jafar uses to locate the like the what 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 is the cave called is it cave like of the, wonders the cave of wonders yeah um you know they're aladdin somebody threatens to behead him at one point um i think and, he almost drowns too because they kick him into the water and the first prince that shows up is about to start whipping a child <laughs> before aladdin gets in the way to take the way and it's like yeah like this is you know it's not normally stuff that we're used to seeing in children's movies now there's it's definitely you know much darker yeah but yeah definitely yeah but you know the things that do hold up honestly are a lot of the characters like I remember back then I used to think Iago was the most annoying character ever but like watching it back now he's like super fucking hilarious he's for the adults i think I like think so he's too. so funny like every single line that he oh has like God. when he's like mutter he he does the parrot voice for the sultan and then like he's muttering under his breath like <laughs> cursing like you know we've all had that boss at some point that you got to be really nice and then it's like oh this idiot like he keeps feeding me like these nasty crackers like <laughs> yeah the crackers and then like when he finally gets his chance he's just shoving crackers into this guy's face yeah. and he's like how do you like it now uh, you can probably want a cracker like <laughs> Honestly, I totally agree. I remember like being a kid and like not really caring about Iago and then now watching it and being like, he is hilarious. Like Loki, like such like one of the best parts of the movie that I didn't even realize. Yeah. I think like when I was little, I didn't really understand what he was saying. And I was like, God, his voice is so annoying. But now that I know, kind of like understand what, well, I mean, we've all understood what he was saying, but like the meaning behind it, I think is hilarious. And honestly, Jafar is low-key kind of funny too. Yeah. No? You didn't think he was funny? I'm trying to remember if he made me laugh at any point during the movie. I remember laughing about Genie stuff and Iago, no, but yeah. Jafar was pretty funny, too, I think. I'm just blanking. I'm now blanking on. Don't tell me. What he also apparently invented electricity. Uh, 
like early on in the movie, he's like, yeah, like years before Thomas Edison, you know, he just has this like giant machine, like me- like rung up to like draw in lightning and stuff. Like, Runs on parrot using- energy. Yeah, he had like a Jafar. Jafar invented steampunk. You know, like he <laughs> he had this like technique, evil technology, whatever. Like Mia and I watched the live action movie for comparison and stuff, and like pretty much everything yeah. Jafar does in that one is like either wiles or outright magic. Like in this one, apparently he's a tech genius that they just like I respect you know it. never acknowledge ever again. But like he just randomly has this like room full of like lab contraptions and stuff and where he's like harnessed the power of electricity and gives it to no one but himself yeah i didn't really understand that part where he like took the sultan's ring and then like had to put electricity towards it to see who the diamond in the i don't know did not it didn't explain it but you know what doesn't matter because the parrot can talk and there's a genie nothing matters so (laughs) um but yeah, I think the thing that really, really held up was definitely Robin Williams' genie. I, yes. I think that has been, that that's such an awesome part about it. And he just really makes it his own. And Sarah, I know you recently talked to the animator who did genie, right? Yeah, I talked to the lead animator um, of genie. And he definitely um, kind of talked about like, just... I mean, I think Robin Williams really got in that booth and just improved the lines like mm-hmm. he does. Like, I don't, I would like love to see. I think he said there was like 17 hours or something of it. Um, really? But like, just like to see like the, I can imagine just was like. I'm choosing so to imagine this is 17 hours straight. Like Robin Williams just <laughs> walked in. He just knocked out the whole thing in a day. He just did 17 straight hours of improv. They're like, Robin, do you um, want a lunch break? They're like, no, 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 do you want a break? He's like, that's fine. Just get me a water, you know. Give um, me a bucket in here. Just keep doing it. It's genie time. (laughs) But yeah, I I also heard that too. And I heard there was like a lot of like adult stuff that they really had to cut out. Oh yeah. That is a theme with Rob. I would believe that because there was apparently there's like a whole R-rated Mrs. Doubtfire cut too. Like where he just like, he'll he'll start improving jokes for adults in a child's movie. And uh, yeah, they have to leave it on the cutting room floor. Yeah. But even like some of the jokes that he did tell that were somewhat outdated, I think still kind of held up. Like some of the references, obviously. Yeah, it's like older celebrities and stuff like that. I'm trying to remember specifically. Like Roger Dangerfield? No. Yeah, Rodney Dangerfield. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like a a kid watching that today is going to have no idea what Robin Williams is doing. No, but it's still funny. It looks funny and he sounds funny. And like the cadence of how he says says these jokes um still very like really hold up yeah and the animation's funny and like there's a certain charisma behind his voice like that I I think it all still mostly works even if like kids you know wouldn't get the reference necessarily yeah I just yeah I just don't really think anyone else can do a better job as genie as Robin Williams sorry Will Smith you just his performance wasn't that great to me I don't know he really phoned it in there but (laughs) this I feel like Robin Williams like really cared about the character and like really wanted to kind of make it fun for everyone not just kids but also adults too but yeah and um, I thought it was kind of cool was like um how the genie kind of like knows all these things about pop culture that obviously in like Aladdin and the world of Agrabah like it shouldn't work but like somehow it does like he'll like he'll suddenly be Jack Nicholson and like that shouldn't play but it somehow works and it's like yeah and no one questions him either they're like, yeah. who's this person? And when he puts on the goofy hat at the end when he's getting set to go on vacation after the movie was hilarious, like he's dressed like a tourist going to Disneyland. Yeah. 
I like that. Yeah, like kind of like he's like this magical being who like sees all time or something. It was just like, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's like Dr. Manhattan. Out. I mean, he's blue. He sees through all time and space like simultaneously. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But yeah, I think, and I like the relationship between him and Aladdin where like Genie was really trying to get him to be himself and stuff like that. And Aladdin was like, no, I'm just going to be who, what everyone else wants me to be. And I think it was kind of like a French, their friendship is really sweet towards the end too because like aladdin does finally set him free and i honestly that ending kind of teared me up a little bit <laughs> oh when he uses his final wish to yeah. set me free and he's just like really and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm not gonna lie i cried a little bit um but what did we think about aladdin as a character i was gonna say we we have now made it you know like <laughs> 30 minutes into this podcast <laughs> we should probably talk about the person the movie's named after at some point I okay, so I'll say this. I think out of all the princess movies we've we've watched so far, I feel like Jasmine and Aladdin have the best chemistry together because they really yeah. got to know each other kind of in a different setting and not like in a castle or anything. And yeah, Aladdin did a lie to her, but they really did have really good banter. I mean, technically, them. she lied to him first at two. Yeah, so it's like tit for tat. But I think their chemistry and like the way they talk with each other and understand each other. I think that's been like the best chemistry I've seen so far out of all the princes and princesses. Yeah, I think I would probably agree. It's probably I mean, low bar because, you know, the one before like kidnapped and enslaved um, the princess, Belle. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, so we are coming off Beauty and the Beast. And then like, even like, even, you know, Little Mermaid, which I thought was like relatively well They didn't done even talk to movie. each other. Yeah, they, she literally yeah. could not talk to him. It was yeah. just like, oh, they I just- kind of wrote themselves a hole right there though, didn't they? <laughs> they yeah, they really did. So it's all about body language. But this one, I think they had a genuine connection. And in Snow White, you don't even meet the guy until like the end of the movie. And, you know, in Sleeping Beauty- He's just like, yeah, like, let me sneak up on you in the forest. Like, and she's like, oh my God, I love him. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I mean, again, low bar, but yeah, they definitely have the most chemistry of any of these movies we've watched so far. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. And then Aladdin was, he was, I don't know, to me, he was an okay character. He was kind of a blank page, but I think that's what you kind of need your main character to be. So everyone else can like kind of relate to him, but in a nice voice. I don't think he had a nice, good singing voice though. Sorry. <laughs> I thought he was fine. Was it the main actor that was singing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, I think Sarah mentioned before that it, uh, Jasmine has a different actress singing, a singing voice, right? Yeah. Um, the singer for Jasmine is the same one as Mulan. Mm -hmm. but it's a different voice actor. I don't remember her name, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that blew my mind when you told us that, that that was like the same, because I don't even, you know, again, it's been a long time since I've seen Mulan, but I don't even like think about those as sounding the same. Like they're totally different songs, like exactly. different genres almost, like it's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what singers do. They can do different genres. Oh, good singers can do that, Just do different genres. Yeah. Like Ariana. What I like about Aladdin is he's like, basically his, like, his arc is like, like lying on your dating profile like it's like the same thing like <laughs> he basically catfished her, her. yeah <laughs> like, yeah and she still took him back so i don't know i mean she catfished him at the beginning yeah you're right they're yeah. match made in heaven i guess yeah they're both liars they deserve each other but it is funny that this is the first princess movie we've watched where the princess doesn't have her own song like jasmine does sing but she sings with aladdin mm -hmm. but that's pretty much it I was thinking she about that a lot too, like, 
there's so many there was like a couple places where i feel like they could put songs and they did actually record a song and it was cut the part where she like uh sets the birds free i think she has a song um yeah it's called like gilded cage or something like that i think i because it's funny because they put that song in the stage musical i believe have you seen the stage musical when uh california adventure yeah i mean so many times long time when i had a pass like as a kid when i when you don't want to go on rides anymore you go to the aladdin you want to sit in the air conditioning yeah yeah No, but that show was great, honestly. But yeah, I think they put that in there. But yeah, I do remember reading somewhere that she did have a a song, but they just cut it. But I think they made that up with, uh, they did give Jasmine a song in the live action one. Her, they give her several right. in the live action one. Yeah, her Yes Queen, yeah. Girl Boss, Go Girl yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, she invents democracy in that movie uh, through through song. It's actually pretty amazing. She's yeah, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be silenced. Down with the patriarchy. Like, And she single-handedly becomes president through song mm-hmm. in that movie. So yeah. did you guys like the additions to Jasmine? Because like, obviously that's like a big issue. I actually, I thought that Jasmine was the best part of the live action Aladdin movie. Like I thought that her actress did a really good job. Like I'm, I'm joking about the musical stuff now, but like, I thought like in terms of charisma and just like screen presence and um, like singing ability, like I, I thought that she was, um, she was by far the best part of the live action one. Yeah. Which is funny because Aladdin seems to be, the weaker part of that live action because that i don't know in the movie called aladdin yes yeah (laughs) i didn't really like i don't know he was okay but it's funny because like i feel like jasmine's a weaker part in the in the yeah animated one but jasmine's a stronger one in the live action one she also is like a much more of an object in the animated one than she is in you know the live action even one. though like she literally of... does say i am not a prize to be won it's like well jasmine let's be honest you are in this movie <laughs> i mean yeah like that you know she said that with her action with her words but like you know in terms of actions and, the, and like she has some agency in the story she clearly wants yeah. to be with aladdin like she you know even during the kind of final showdown between him and jafar like she's trying to like seduce jafar like to distract him like while all that and i was like oh that's kind of weird like i do not remember this from watching it as a child and there's like nothing like that in um in the live action one like she's more than her looks in that movie even though obviously the actress is really good looking because it's you know hollywood movie and disney and whatever but like i she had you know she had her own kind of clearly stated desires she wanted to fix the kingdom like she wanted to go into power she didn't want to just be like basically bought and sold as an object and um like at the end of the movie ends up actually becoming the sultan uh of you know is it sultan or sultaness i don't remember (laughs) no they didn't didn't. i'm just saying i don't know Um, if sultan's a gender neutral term (laughs) yeah i would assume somebody at disney looked that up but i don't know um so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna endorse it um but you know i thought that yeah she it's just you can watching the two back like that's almost where the biggest changes are you know in the spirit of disney princess movie marathon two months that we've been on uh this run like is that she just definitely has a lot more agency and like her own kind of desires and worked into the story of the live action one even though i think it's like overall like not quite as strong of a movie i didn't hate it as much as you did really hated it but what what did you think about jasmine in the animated version 
Um, she, I mean, she's definitely male gazy, right? Like her outfit, especially that oh, yeah. scene with Jafar. Like, um, I think it's a interesting scene, and I'm like, I don't hate it, like the whole Jafar scene, but it is like you can definitely tell, like through you're seeing, like you are seeing Jasmine through Jafar's eyes and through Aladdin's eyes throughout the movie. So yeah. that's interesting. I I think she's a cool character. I I just think like she's not as developed as Aladdin. Um, and like, yeah, like you're saying, like, I think she, it would have been really cool if she had her own song to kind of bring her perspective more. It's basically like she lives in a world where she kind of can't pick. Um, and she's like mad about that. And then she kind of ends up and like Aladdin's kind of the first guy she meets. Right. Which is interesting. Um, but you know, it's like a... No, she meets, like, you know, they, they, it's implied that there have been, like, princes kind of filtering through during the, uh, like, you know, during that opening montage, True, the first yeah. prince that goes in there. Like, it, it's implied that, like, she had rejected a number of suitors. And, um, like, even the one, the first one goes running out of the castle because her tiger, what was her tiger's name again? Raja. Raja, like, bites the dude's... <laughs> Like uh, oh, apparently yeah. attempts to bite him in the ass, and yeah, the guy oh, runs yeah. out, and you can see he's like he's wearing, of course, like polka dot, like modern day cartoon underwear uh, as he's like running out of the palace. Um, and you see, uh, you see the tiger just sitting there, like chewing on the dude's like the back of his pants. And so, you know, she was clearly rejecting these guys that were coming through. So she did have like, yeah, you know, she clearly true. was interested in Aladdin. Um, I think because they're they're kind of stuck in the same situation where like Aladdin, but yeah, she was. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say like that she was clearly, you know, not a character conceived as very, even though she had kind of like, she did want Aladdin and she liked him, like she was not conceived as anything like a whole lot more than sort of like that prize to be won that we've talked about. Yeah, and that is true. Because like, I feel like Jasmine has really good intuition, which is cool about her character. Like Aladdin, obviously as Prince Ali is like still like attractive, but she suddenly didn't like him because he like showed elements of being those princes and like mm -hmm. she did she knew what she didn't want and i think that's yeah. cool that like she, she had something real yeah 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 her dad oh let's talk about her dad because <laughs> um my god this man runs a like a a country i think is agrabah a country in this well it's like the disney rules like every like every mom has to be dead and every dad is an idiot yeah and so much. that's like all of these disney princess movies yeah i think he was honestly the He's the least, the character I like the least, to be honest, because he's just, I'm like, sir, how do you run a country? You don't, like, you, you're playing with, like, toys, and you're, like, wanting to, like, have carpet rides and stuff, and, like, people are down. Oh, my God, I forgot about the carpet ride yeah. thing. He got, like, so excited, and they do this, like, two-minute montage of him, like, flying around out of control on the magic carpet yeah, to I get just, to bond with Aladdin. Yeah, I just feel like in the animated version, he was just kind of, like, a giant grown-up kid yeah he's like a human being in the live action one yeah yeah in the live action one he seems to have more like a okay i want to like do things for my country and stuff like that but with this one it was just like ah, he's like funny. i like playing with my model trains and cities and whatever <laughs> yeah like yeah but didn't really matter in the end because uh i mean he he clearly loved his daughter but i just don't think he could like understand what she was going through because she is a woman and she has no agency in her life and stuff like that. And I don't think he's, did they ever talk about her mom at all? Do you know? No. no, not even in like the sequels, like the, 
I don't remember much about the sequels, like plot wise. You didn't look it up before you got on here. That that was your job, not me. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I remember about the sequels is Aladdin's hot dad, and I think that's all that matters, to be honest. So, be like a Disney wiki, but like I I truly don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I guess he's kind of like. I mean, the Sultan is like very like. After like, um, I'm sure like after you guys watch Little Mermaid, like Triton's like this like very like strong male presence, and the Sultan's just like let me stack my animals. <laughs> like, yeah, I, well, see, he reminded me more of Belle's dad, where exactly. he's this oh, like, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's just like you think you're like, where did you? He has like this like brilliant from? daughter, that, but he's like, you know, I guess Belle's dad was like sort of a genius in terms of like inventing stuff, but he was an idiot in like every other way. <laughs> um, and this guy didn't really even have the inventing thing going for him um he just was kind of pretty clearly like a king by birthright that uh you know was only really around because he was very easy to manipulate yeah uh, yeah exactly exactly i mean does that say something about politics you know is it a deeper meaning (laughs) i mean i think it's easier to be the man behind the man you know like yeah behind uh, uh, yeah exactly but um what did, okay so quick before we start wrapping things up what did we think about abu and the carpet the two characters that basically have no lines but well actually no yeah abu abu actually apparently talks. yeah we had subtitles I was, on yeah. <laughs> I, I was, was like, sort of saying like little sentences he would say in his little monkey voice and i like completely forgot that that was the thing and i was like wow abu can like actually talk like i would know. never have known what he was saying if we did not have subtitles on but um but can yeah you imagine abu just like talking normally i just don't think it would work out it would just be too many sidekicks talking you know imagine if he was also voiced by robin williams <laughs> <laughs> no explanation just... yeah just both characters have the same voice um but yeah I, mean, I i like the carpet though the carpet they did a really good job animating the carpet and you can tell a lot of emotions even though the carpet literally doesn't have a face okay they did a good job except for the only scene in the oh, movie yeah, that i, I was I like talking about this aged horribly was when they are escaping from the cave of wonders it looks like a playstation one like computer (laughs) game level cgi it was so it looked so bad and like everything else in the movie i think like animation wise has aged fairly well and i'm like what did they like switch to a different system the week that they were animating this could they not animate in like three it was it was very clearly like cgi like early cgi technology which i think they also did with uh the beauty and the beast like ball sequence i think that's oh you're right yeah they also like played with cgi on that one but actually that one looks that a scene, lot better um the the like carpet scene outside of the cave of wonders i've always said to myself like how cool of like a roller coaster that would be like i think it's like right? such a cool like i know it's like the graphics aren't great but like the way that it's like shot i think is really cool um but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah clearly, uh, different like mediums are obvious yeah, I clearly, I think maybe it was put in for, like, marketing. Like, that definitely looks like something that would be in a video game. They're like, ah, oh, that's for the Aladdin video game. We're going to put that in there. I don't think that they added it to make an Aladdin video game. I did feel like I was sitting at, like, my dad's, like, Windows 97 computer playing a video game while watching that, though. Well, it is funny because, like, they probably did the whole, I mean, the whole rest of the movie is in, like, hand-drawn animation. And then for this one, they clearly had to go to their, like, old 90s computer and, like, build that. That probably took, like, the longest out of any scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. They probably right. pat themselves on the back, too. No, they probably thought, I mean, for the time, people were probably like, this is incredible. But, um, you know, like, I can't believe it's moving like that. Like, and, yeah, yeah it's just, it's one of these things where, like, 
you know, I mean, it's the it's the lesson of the Star Wars prequels and like a lot of movies, you know, like that don't age as well, that are effects heavy. It's like, yeah, I mean, this may be cutting edge for the time, but it's probably not going to be cutting edge in 10, 20, 30 years, whatever. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. So they should have used practical effects. That's my point. Uh, in, <laughs> yes, in an animated movie. They yeah. should have just switched to like it live action. It would have been equally as jarring if they had just switched <laughs> to live action, at, like filming behind the carpet in the middle of the movie to me as the animation was. In that they just scene. have like drawings of like whooshing, like <laughs> like if they did that on like 2D, I just don't know how they would have done no, that. No, they just but... have a guy in like a ma- in an Aladdin mascot costume, like riding, you know, like a like <laughs> oh, a real mean, like, life. Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, Harrison. <laughs> it was just that would have been way funnier if that was like just randomly. They're like, yeah, we did not have the budget to like animate this, so here's just like we got Steve in the costume, and uh, he's you know, just... who's Steve? Yeah. Yeah, who's Steve? I don't know. Like one of the, one of the interns. Yeah, one of the animators. They just threw him in the park costume. <laughs> and he's white. Um, he's I got mean, he's so white. Is, and so is Aladdin's voice actor. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think overall, honestly, I really enjoyed this movie. I think the pacing's great. The story's still really great. I think oh, it's. Oh. I have one more complaint. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and. Y- both of you can tell me if this stuck out to you because it did stick out to me, especially once the live action movie, you know, made sure to address this was at no point does the genie say you cannot wish for more wishes unless I miss that. He doesn't yes, say that, right? He does. Oh, okay. He All right. clearly well, says mind. it. He's like, I have three rules. Can't wish for more wishes. I can't make anyone fall in love and I can't bring back the dead. I thought that was only Other the live than that, action. All right, never mind. I'm by. Oh Plot point reverse. I guess Aladdin couldn't have wished for more wishes. <laughs> you thought that was going to be a big loophole? You, you figured it out? I was like, how did they not catch this? But I guess I just didn't catch him actually saying that. What's funny okay. is that in the live action, I think they made it a point that, that Aladdin has to rub the lamp and then say, I yeah. wish. But in the in the animated movie, it was just like, you know, you can say whatever. I actually sort of like the way that Aladdin tricked him in the yeah. animated one more, where he's just like talking about, man, it sure like would be great to be out of this cave. And like Genie is just like, yeah, it would be great to be out of this cave. And he's like, he's like, like yeah, oh, no, I guess that he wasn't can't do a it. wish. Yeah. Um, that was smart. Know. Yeah, he like basically like he basically like negged him into doing it. Like he was just like he's like, yeah, he also, I mean, you probably can't get us out. Like he also does that with Jafar. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, like Aladdin is the god of passive aggressiveness. (laughs) Like, not man, he's you. You can tell that he's been on the streets. He's a grifter. Like, he he has to be smart and on his feet and improvise, like all the time. Like, especially when um, uh, Jasmine was taking that apple and he was just like, he pretended that Jasmine was his like crazy sister. And he's like, oh, don't mind her. She's just, you know, we're going to the doctor right now. She's got something wrong with her brain. Like, you could tell that Aladdin's a very, very smart person that's going to think on his feet, like, constantly. Yeah. So maybe he would be a really good sultaness. Sultan. Sultaner. Yeah, sultaness. That's sultaness. what he was going to be, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'm back, on the, I'm back on the train that Aladdin can rule a country now. He's good. We're good. He, he also, though, almost, like, decided not to let uh, Genie free just because he was scared to be Sultan, right? That's the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was, yeah, which I didn't, didn't make any sense because he's like, oh, you know, you need to stay around. It's like, bro, you got one more wish. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to keep him around? He can't do anything for you. Like, Well, just in case he gets, like, thrown underwater again. He oh, can, like, right. wish his way out. He's like, oh, man, I mean, I'll be screwed if that happens two more times. But <laughs> yes. one more time, I will be able to wish myself to be yeah. saved from drowning. Yeah, he did get a little selfish. In the I, I also 
yeah, just both. I'm sorry. I know that I keep saying one more thing, but uh, I'm just <laughs> looking through my notes as we're wrapping up here. And uh, like, I just, I thought that this movie did a good job of, you know, in a movie without a lot of nuanced portrayals and like criticisms and things to say, I thought that it did like sort of show that, you know, people at that time, uh, like, you know, everyone at both ends of capitalism, except for basically the ruler felt trapped, like Jasmine felt trapped, because she was like too powerful, couldn't leave, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't have a normal life. Aladdin felt trapped because he had like steel bread to be able to eat. And uh, yeah, just, you know, this movie's woke as hell. It's like, you know, like, everyone's Aladdin unhappy. Was, Aladdin was one bad day from eating the rich, you know, like he, <laughs> Aladdin's going to be out there. He might have, if he got really hungry, God. like, you know, they couldn't steal any bread that day. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we realized that Aladdin is deeper than we thought. So thank you, Harrison, for that. You're welcome. I'm, I'm happy to mansplain Disney movies to either of you anytime, you know, <laughs> you it's just all the time. So it's what we have this <laughs> podcast for. <laughs> And when uh, the genie was the bee and he said, be yourself, uh-huh. it was really like a metaphor because it was a bee and he said, be yourself. Yeah. And because bees are different. Well, he was, also predicting, <laughs> he was also predicting the Jerry Seinfeld classic bee movie. Like he was seeing uh, forward in time. Oh, too. yeah. yeah. Good. That was viral. Is that the message of bee movie too? To be yourself? Yeah. <gasps> I'd assume so. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. You've never seen the bee movie? Yeah. Oh, Wow. It's an instant classic, babe. I think I'm good. I feel like every movie you tell me is an instant classic I end up hating. So, yeah, I'm good. I'll be next. I'll have a little breather. We'll watch a B-movie in between all these princess movies. No, no. No, that's a good one. You should watch that one for sure. Mm -hmm. Famous famous line of, you like jazz? (laughs) No? I don't even know that. It's a a B-human rom-com. What's not to love? Yeah. Yes. It's a what? It's a yeah. rom- it's a romantic the comedy. Bee, yeah, the bee and the human fall in love. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast was enough furries for me. You know, it's I'm I'm good. Uh, so Sarah, so in the future, when you when you there are children around you, would you show this movie to them? I don't want to assume because, like, you know, our last guest said she didn't want to have kids, so I don't, you know, nieces, nephews, children, whatever. That's a great, that's a good question. Um, I actually think I would still show this to my kids. Um, I would With the warning in the front? Yeah, I think I would have to like have a conversation. Like I think I would like open the door for the conversation about some of the things we're talking about um, because it is kind of, there is some elements of like a harmful depiction of some things. Um, yeah. And I think you, I think now that there's so, there's so many like better uh like female heroes I think kids now have like like we grew up with like basically just these characters but anyone like people growing up you know years from now have like overall better depictions of yeah female very yeah females and just like uh different cultures in general so I think it it's not as harmful as like before when that was like all the content if that makes sense yeah no no i'm jealous yeah no actually that does make a lot of sense as far as an art of like yeah like they're gonna see positive role models in other places so they don't necessarily have to take that from you know disney movies where it's you know when we were growing up yeah like you said like these were the only ones so these were the models for uh like our you know yeah no i'm jealous of kids i mean they have they get in canto now 
they have so many movies that are like so great and at explaining a lot of difficult things to them and like showing them different sides of culture and stuff like that and i think you know kids i mean kids all, have it made you know yeah it's like i mean all aladdin showed us was like hey if you're poor you can marry rich you know hey there you go <laughs> life lesson in there for you yeah but i i think honestly i would show kids this movie still but oh, i'll tell them like you can enjoy it but don't enjoy it too much because it's yeah. racist so think about that yes again, tell that to a please tell that to our like six-year-old child be like why yeah, are you okay. laughing at that oh That's you racist. like this movie well you're racist so at the end you're like what'd you think what did you think what did you like you like that part okay well let me tell yeah you. well guess what you're canceled <laughs> Exactly. Got our kids got to live in fear. You know, that's the only way they're going to get through life. Yes, let's uh, let's give them an anxiety disorder <laughs> by screaming at them while they watch Disney movies. Great idea. Anyway, Sarah, thank you so so much for jumping on and uh, being on this episode. Um, if nobody knows, if and uh, Sarah is a great writer, thank I'm you. just going to say that she works for Cinema Blend. Well. Yes, you work for Cinema Blood. I don't know if you still freelance or not. I'm sorry. I'm not- oh, no, I, I'm a staff writer. Okay. she's And she has written so many great things um, about, you know, a lot of Disney movies and also upcoming movies. Um, and yeah, so if people want to read your stuff, where can they find you? Um, Cinemablend.com. And you can always follow me on Twitter. I post some stuff that I write um, at Sarah uh, underscore... You want me to Sarah? No, you're fine. I'll tag you in the I'll tag you in this post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and we'll put a we'll put a link to the story that you did on the uh on the Aladdin animator yeah. in the uh in the episode. Which is funny how like that worked out perfectly. <laughs> yeah, so random. Like we like did we said we were gonna do this and then I got that opportunity, so it was like wild that it was like in the middle of this. You guys I know Harrison was Harrison's asking me, she's like, wait, did she tell you that she was gonna do that? Yeah, because I saw you post it. I'm like, wait, did she like pick Aladdin because she was already watching the movie and like getting ready to write? Yeah, that was a great advertisement. (laughs) Talked about it, and then like literally that week, I randomly had that opportunity. So super random coincidence. Well, it worked out for us. Yeah, no, and it's a great article too. It's really fun to see, you know, the back, you know, all the animation and stuff like that. Um, anyways, and you can find us. At, on Twitter, Ringwind and Reconsider, and you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and basically wherever you can find podcasts, I think, pretty much. I did a good job on that. And um, our next movie is Pocahontas. <sighs> is, this, is that one going to have the warning too? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's, it's uh we're gonna we're gonna have a great time with that. We don't really have to tiptoe around that. But um, you got you got Miko though, best sidekick of all time. Oh yeah, the raccoon. Oh, I did not. I don't even remember that there's a raccoon in that movie. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know that I watched that more than like once as a child. It does. It did. If if I did, it did not make very much of an impression. It's a it's a pretty deep movie. We'll get into it. But um, thank you again. And, thank you so much uh, for having me. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Um. You have now. You're like the only guest that we bring on here that's actually qualified to talk about movies, like professionally. <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. You're the you're the only one that actually like writes about movies that we bring on here. So yeah, honestly, everyone else. I, I mean, scrubs. Yeah. I mean, honestly, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being in the intelligence, and you have redeemed yourself from Casper and Wendy. So, you're welcome. Of course.
I'm like, now I gotta, I gotta find a bad one. B movie. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's gonna jump yeah, we'll on. We'll bring you back for B movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, everyone, stay safe out there, and um, we'll see you next time.